Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, and rockoftalk.tv. Also, KRSN 1490, Los Alamos 107.1, Los Alamos, Santa Fe. Glad to be here with you because we've got a lot to get to. We've got D-Dub Muscow, we're number one. How are you, sir? I am uh, officially dead to Facebook today, ladies and gentlemen. March 8th is my liberation day. All right. I am out. Yeah, ladies, uh, looking for uh, anybody you can't find uh, can't find Dowd out there on the Facebook land. Uh, DowdMuska.com. You can always find me, but uh, uh, Zuckerberg gets none of my data as of oh, today. Got it. Okay. They now, give you a month, I guess, when you sign up. When you sign off, they say we're going to leave this uh, up for a month. So uh, I, I actually quit February eighth, but now now I'm gone for good. <sighs> D- D- what's that website called? DowdMuska.com. That's it. DowdMuska.com. There we go. Don't, don't go to the Rock of Talk. Go to DowdMuska.com. Well, I mean, if you want to read All right, directly. look at this. Look, let me show you something that I just could not, cannot, will not believe. And it's just unbelievable that apparently there's four bodies stacked up over at the, uh, the top parking garage at the airport. Now, let me tell you, because what's in the newspaper isn't what's out there. Those bodies were chopped up, put in containers, beheaded. This is Albuquerque, folks. Supposed to be getting a new police chief. Oh, now crime is improving. We're going to reelect uh, Mayor Keller, right? We still have, in the, remember, our, our, our last chopped up victim? Any real consequence that, that, we, that we know of? Victoria Martins? Apparently, this is the place where you can do all those types of things. And, of course, these four murders, and that's exactly what they are, these four murders are not going to count in the homicides. Okay, So you're not going to see these in the data, the stats, but it's hanging over like a big black cloud. We could talk about legislation. We could talk about the pushback on MLG. We could talk about all those things all day long. But none of it matters if we have stuff like this taking place here in the state of New Mexico. We talk about schools reopening. You guys want to talk about that today? Because I can't get past the fact that there's four bodies chopped up, uh, I don't know, half a mile from where we're standing right now and that we're there. That's like uh, just another day in Albuquerque, New Mexico. No big deal. I believe we're beginning... uh, getting a new police chief. I know that Tim Keller, the Democrats are out there making all sorts of news. They're doing everything. Oh, they're going to start taking their victory laps. They're going to start saying, oh, we kept you safe, and now we're going to go ahead and reopen the schools. Where we live is an absolute disgrace because of our elected leadership. Your elected leaders here in this state are not doing the job, Period. And the appointed ones, even worse, because they run cover for all those guys that are making the bad decisions. What are we supposed to suddenly thank? Oh, thanks for keeping us safe. No, you haven't kept us safe. But Mayor Keller's going to come out this Sunday and tell you about how safe he's been keeping you. Meanwhile, you got four chopped up bodies. No, that's in Grants. That took place in Grants. Oh, how do you know? How do you know those chopped up bodies hanging on the top uh, floor of the parking garage? But they're not going to write any of that. 
No, we're going to talk about Hemes Pueblo getting high-speed Internet. We're going to totally pass all of the other the, the news. Because it's an election year. Mayor Tim Keller's got to run for re-election. I, I believe that Manny Gonzalez, another Democrat, and who I don't trust, I can tell you very likely isn't going to improve the situation here either. This is what we're left with. And, and, and now they're going to start... Forget all of this stuff that's happened over the last year. The Democrats saved the day. Democrats have kept you safe. The Democrats are going to continue to keep you safe. And let's adopt more Democrat policies. Oh, and by the way, we need to pot, pass the pot legislation. We need to go ahead and make it easier for victims. They've got a complete and total list of all the legislation that is going to make it easier and easier for these criminals to exist here in the state of New Mexico. We've done everything we possibly can. It is a disgrace. We are so far behind the times, it's not even funny. Every other place, oh, doing well, opened up. We never shut down. We're doing good. We're going to continue to do good. Oh, you know what? Our unemployment rate, 3%, 3.5%, 4%. Nope, not New Mexico. Fourth from the bottom. This was our opportunity to take us to the next level. To kind of, well, everybody else is shut down. Why doesn't New Mexico just go ahead and stay up? Because there isn't one thing that Michelle Lujan Grisham has actually done to keep you safe during this entire time. Sure, there's lots of news conferences, and now she's running the hiding. We're going to talk to uh, Brett Kokonitis, who uh, started a, another lawsuit. And I got to say, where were all? Where was all that support a year ago? Rudy, when was uh, the impeach MLG thing launched? May 13th. May 13th of last year. Where was all that help that we needed? Oh, oh, Charlie Kirk's in town, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and he's taking on the governor. Oh, thank you, Charlie Kirk. Where were you for the last year while we were on shutdown mode? Who's going to get credit coming out of this whole entire thing? I'm just glad that we're opening up because they feel the political pressure, but they shouldn't. We should be holding these people responsible for what they've done to this state for the last year because they never made hard decisions. They made the easy decision, just like you heard at the top of the hour news. Hey, everybody, guess what's a test market for Costco? Well, Albuquerque, New Mexico, we're trying it out because they're still on shutdown. Or you can try anything on them. If it's going to work there, then we can start. We're the Petri dish of this country. That's what we do. And I'm talking to people all the time. I'm, I'm going to be talking to a whole group tonight of people who are interested in nominating the, their next congressman. I'd like to not to have to do that job, but there's nobody better right now to do that job than me. Period. And they're scrambling as hard as they possibly can, covering it up, covering it up. Oh, no, 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 wait, we, we, this candidate's out. We're going to bring more candidates into the race. I'm like, what? Hey, can we just kind of focus on the Democrats for a second instead of, hey, how much we hate Eddie Aragon? Because I'm used to that bag. I've been doing that for the last 10 years. And yet you still listen every single day. You tune in. You get your information because I give it to you straight. Well, we don't really like what you say, but we're not sure how you say it. Well... Because I'm the only one that's going to tell you that you have chopped up bodies. The very top part of the parking garage. And relate it back to the people who are ultimately responsible for it. And don't give me any of that, oh, Mayor Keller's not responsible. Oh, our city of Albuquerque, they, they couldn't have known. What? We haven't solved a murder from six years ago. We have no idea. You think this is going to get solved? I actually do. 
I think they're good. I think they're moving faster than ever. I think it's hurry up. God's watching. We better do, we better get busy. We better do something about it. Oh, we got a, a CD1 election. We we better start getting going on things. They're only reacting because finally the pressure is being put on on every angle and every direction. That's the only reason. Why are the schools opening up today? Because we're putting pressure on them. That's it. Oh, but there's a really good example. And that, of course, is Governor Cuomo. What's happening with Governor Cuomo, Michelle Lujan Grisham's like, I don't want the same thing to happen to me. I've got my own Democrat state auditor looking into what I'm doing. A little bit too close for comfort. The Democrats, you have never seen more infighting than you do right now. They're disorganized, discombobulated, disunified. This is a party that is ripe for change. I think we flipped this state. I think it begins now. And if you're starting trying to stand in the way because, well, we don't like Eddie Aragon, who else is going to tell it to you straight? Remember, nobody likes their boss. Nobody likes their politicians. But they do care about what they get done for them. Being effective, being out there, handling things, and laying it on the line every single day, that's what we do here every single day in the Kiva. I've been doing it for the last almost seven years. It's been hard. Sometimes you're wondering, what good is it worth? But we show up every single day, lots of energy, lots of policies, and we talk about those issues. And I'm so happy. If, if it happens now, I really don't care who gets the credit anymore. I really don't. I just want to know why we are so fearful of our governor. Why we've been so fearful of these Democrats. Why we're so fearful to communicate openly about our politics. That's what's really keeping us down. You see, this stuff wouldn't happen here in the state of New Mexico if, if you said, we're not going to put up with that. We're not going to deal with that. Lock those guys up, throw away the key. If we had real laws on the books and people who would execute, execute them. But instead, what are we doing right now? We're making it easier for the criminals. And you're going to continue to see this, and it's going to be that turnstile justice system. Now, Brett Coconitis, to be honest, he hasn't been my favorite guy all the time. But I'll tell you this, the guy keeps fighting, he's organized, and when he jumped in with this suit, I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what we all want to see. Because the governor is failing to provide information. There's a lack of transparency when it comes to her scheduling. Whether it's travel schedule or whatever, we were all here on lockdown, we see you at the airports, we see you on Facebook, we see you, we see you. This is all the things that they were talking about the entire time. We felt afraid of our government. What type of repercussions? Oh, that particular business is going to get 5000 Now we're going to get them 25000 Now they're going to get, what, Rudy, with the $750,000? Insane. Yeah. Insane. In a time where we were all shut down, and mostly because, well, let's just put it. Let, let's, there's 32% government employment here in the state. Oh, we don't need them anyway. We'll just leave it out for the big box stores. Oh, Costco, that's our experiment market. We'll let them, uh, those big box stores, they can stay open because people need them. We don't need our small business. But right now, oh, they're going to need it because they're going to need that tax revenue because all that money from oil and gas that they've warred with, oh, now gone. Look at those prices at the gas pump. Look at what you're seeing. We're paying over $3 a gallon within the first six weeks. You don't think that that's going to have serious repercussions? Repercussions? It's going to have huge repercussions because that makes everything more expensive. It's a staple. 
It's what we use for everything that we do. And New Mexico is a traveling state from place to place. And now that things open up, what do you think is going to happen? People are going to start to notice, oh, i got to put in two tanks this week. I'm trying to get out, go see something, but it's, whoa, it's a hell of a lot more expensive. Do you remember what gas price prices were back before COVID? Under $2. Yeah, those days are gone. And maybe gone for quite a while in an oil revenue producing place like New Mexico, at least for now. I think the leases will probably run out in two to three years. This is something that you have to tackle and jump on board with and say, you know what, I'm not going to put up with this stuff any longer. I did it from day one. We told you about leadership. We knew that we didn't have leadership. And we've been giving you that leadership day in, day out. Visit our website. It's all right there. Look at the articles on leadership that were written up back then. And yes, I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm upset because we didn't do anything about it. And now the Democrats are going to run around taking a victory lamp all while they're stacking bodies. The uh, crime rate continues to go up. And, well, it doesn't go up because now we're decriminalizing either even small things. So think about how important these elections are, especially coming up in 2022. Not just the mayor election or the CD1 election, but think about how this election will set the tone and the stage for the next two cycles. In 22 and 24, who knows who's going to run for Senate or House or any of these other things. But this is a good time to start getting politically active because you have never seen the governor and the Democrats retweet, re, retweet, <laughs> I said retweet, yeah, retreat just like they are doing right now. This is pretty amazing. We're going to have Brett Kokonitis when we return right here in the Kiva. We're going to talk about what he's doing with her travel schedule. A couple of people jumped on that. Uh, I got to say, it's like that's an interesting combination jumping on top of that uh, lawsuit. We'll talk about that as well. We'll talk about the reopening of the schools, although it's really not news because, wait, didn't they say they could open up on February 8th and then they said it was a local decision? And now the PED is scrambling, saying, no, 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 it's not going to be a local decision. We're going to make sure every single school is now open. This is the first time we're hearing from Education Secretary Ryan, Ryan Stewart, I think. And he's saying, oh, nope, they're all going to be open by April 5th. So, yes, they had the control all along. We just uh, they didn't want to acknowledge that. Thanks for listening. 420 here in the Kiva. AM600KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and chat. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. 
the cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and I have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train. Unstoppable in any season. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com hi i'm ben lucero president and owner of indigo mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in new mexico being local carries many positives for consumers such as being able to meet face to face you will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally and you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal, Louisiana. Pumpkin pecan waffle with Sunny Side Up's own banana nut syrup and pumpkin iced coffee. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like dot com. Time to put things together. We're going to go ahead and start with the weather. Looking really great for the next couple of days. I know tomorrow we got some clouds coming in, but they say still it's going to be up towards 68, 69 degrees. Well, right now, partly cloudy skies in Los Alamos. Good to have you guys on board in the hilltop. It is 59 and 68 in North Hills and Rio Rancho, 69 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, looks like uh, in Rio Rancho Southern, the westbound trip is under 15 miles an hour. Western trails to Unser and Unser itself. Don't forget, between Black Arroyo on up to Southern, maybe just a little bit further north, we got that road construction, which has you down to one lane, so that's going to cost you a little extra time. And still slow, Eubank coming away from Curlin Air Force Base, northbound on Eubank under 15 miles an hour, central to the I-40. It should be Tacotote tonight. Yeah, I got to tell you, they are open. I was there this weekend, and I just love their tacos. They have great quesadilla. They have a lot of good stuff for you. 
And if you'd like to do takeout, you're certainly welcome to do that. You can see the big special they've got going by going to tacos.theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 426 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, rockoftalk.com. Uh, Eddie, I traveled to Houston over the weekend. It was another world. People were everywhere. The place looked and felt prosperous. Makes Albuquerque look like such a joke. And now, coming home, I hear of the chopped up bodies. God help us. No, not reported. I'm like, um, the only thing you got... Hold on. All right. So the only thing that they they write about here is Gilbert Gallegos, the APD chief. He says, obviously, they were missing for a long time, so the condition was pretty bad. Yeah, they were pretty bad because they were chopped up. Yeah. I, you failed to mention those details about a heinous crime being committed. Four murders, one truck. My gosh. But, no, let's hold back. The people of Albuquerque, we can't, it's election, we can't talk about what's going on out there. Sort of like uh, when um, Gary and Bashir, right? I went to go find that tape. You guys remember that? I pulled it out of there. Brought that Gary and Bashir when he murdered the University of New Mexico baseball player. Nobody knew what happened. Nobody knew what was going on. We had to go and pull that tape out so that we could talk about what was actually happening in all this. Why do we continually have to do that? We have to go find the real story, and we're glad that we're able to bring it uh, here uh, for you. So that way you know what's going on. Uh, okay, that's nice. Uh, Eddie, I don't expect you to read this on air. Oh, okay, but man, you're a badass. You and yes, Dowd and Rudy on the traffic, too. Speak the truth and always hit the nail on the head. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Brandon. Uh, hi, Eddie. Did you just say six bodies or three bodies? I said four bodies. Either way, it signals a significant uptick level of lawlessness for our state. Yeah, they did it because they can get away with it, and they just put it right there at the airport that nobody apparently is using. Hi, Eddie. The four chopped up and beheaded bodies that you're referring to that were found at the airport are the reason why, when you talk to quote-unquote murder Mike, these killings absolutely need to be strapped to the back and laid at the feet of Tim Keller. Keller's killings. Because of the Keller sanctuary city status, his unwillingness to address our crime problem, drug problem, our homeless problem, closing down our city and our businesses and our schools. People listening to this, please hold this mayor accountable and do not, do not reflect, reelect this selfish, feckless fool. Can't the Republicans put somebody up? I, I realize it's a nonpartisan race, right? We're not choosing by party here because it's supposed to be for the entire city, but. A conservative? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, all right. We got Brett Coconitis. Maybe, maybe you should do that, Brett. You want to be mayor of uh, the city of Albuquerque? You think you want that job? No, but I think what we should do is set up a tent in front of City Hall and ask for people to come apply. Oh, I love that. Be, Man, you are I, you're a, a former Democrat. Outreach. Yeah, you know how I know you're a good politician? Because you're a former Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> you learn uh, well, how they uh, have run their game. And it, they've got it down to a formula. I've never seen the Democrats in this much disarray uh, in, in their life. I mean, and the journal's now hit, hitting them. I mean, the front it's page. It's disaster. It is. I mean, the whole entire state is. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about uh, what you've got going on against the governor. And uh, thanks for 
uh, dipping your uh, toe here in the uh, full attack mode. I know you've been doing that for a while anyhow, but uh, Brett was a former CD1 candidate uh, here in the seat that I'm now running for, and uh, Brett's a great political organizer, and he requested something, and Dowd, you can step in a little bit on this too, because you know a little something about the IPRRA or the IPRA, but this is pretty big, because uh, apparently she did not respond to you. Tell us about it. Yeah, so she's actually become uh, under attack on a couple different issues. There was an article in the Albuquerque Journal back on the 4th saying that there was ethics complaints alleging pressure from the governor's office. There was another lawsuit against the governor for protecting workmen's, uh, workers' comp officials accused of wrongdoing. Right. And the New Mexico House GOP leadership uh, sent a request to her office requesting visitor logs. Uh, back in February, uh, I have a political action committee called Stop MLG, and we've been pushing over 300,000 email petitions that are tied to legislation to the Roundhouse. And uh, when her reckless spending came out, we wanted to see her travel logs. So we followed the process, sent an IPA request to the records custodian. We were sent back a letter saying that our request was too burdensome uh, and broad and that they needed more time. Of course, we had to allow them more time underneath the IPRA Act. And then we received another uh, correspondence from her office stating that they had no records that comply with that. And I responded back to her administrator and said, find that very remarkable that you don't know where the governor's at, that you have no expense reports or travel receipts or calendar items. Uh, and we know for a fact that these ish, these items have to be reported back to DFA for travel vouchers and reimbursement. Um, so at that point, we decided that we weren't going to continue to communicate with our office, and we filed a lawsuit uh, with Blair Dunn and Jared Vander Dusen uh, to try to get these records from uh, a court order. That's good work, and I'm glad that uh, you've decided to do that uh, because uh, more pressure is what is creating the opportunities here for New Mexico to open up. What do you think of that analysis, uh, that because of the political pressure, which is what she actually responds to, that she's actually making moves to uh, open up a lot sooner? We're not talking about 100 days of masking or all the other stuff. Uh, she's opening things up. We have to keep up the pressure. I mean, as we see other states are lifting their restrictions, going back to 100% normal, re relieving the mask mandate from society, getting our kids in schools or business fully open, we have to continue to apply the pr pressure as Republicans, as businesses, and constituents. It's the only way we're going to get out of this because at the end of the day, when we look at the issues that face New Mexico, she's not keeping us locked down for safety. I believe she's keeping us locked down because she has a revenue problem in the state and she wants to continue, continue to receive federal subsidies. This isn't going to help New Mexicans and it's not going to help our businesses or us get back to normal. How do you think that they're going to respond to the lawsuit? Since they failed to respond to the IPRA, and now they're going to be held accountable because you guys have decided to uh, escalate it and good on you for doing it. What, what, what do you, how do you think she's going to respond? Uh, well, hopefully she'll respond with records, and if that's not the case, then we'll get a court uh, that's going to enforce the laws of the land under the Inspection of Public Records Act. I think at some point 
she's going to have to respond or another department's going to have to respond. And that was part of the issue. They kept pushing us off to other departments for these records. And back in 2018, the governor told Las Cruces Sun-Times that she was going to be focusing on transparency, making sure that they had a record uh, custodian in each department for prompt replies and complete transparency. Obviously, I don't think she meant that. Yeah, no, it's uh, quite obvious. Uh, have you ever, a uh, doubt, have you, besides the city of Albuquerque, I know that they didn't respond to your <laughs> IPRA request. Uh, yeah. and, and they said something very similar to Dowd um, with regard well, to Well, they that, were claiming uh, trade secrets. I mean, there are some loopholes in the law, but I don't think just uh, too burdensome. <laughs> it's just, this would require a lot of work on our part. I don't, I don't, I don't think that, that meets the threshold. No. I have an IPRA right now with the city of Las Cruces about subsidizing a space uh, company that uh, was run by a scammer out of Romania and they're not being really great at responding either. So, you know, it's it's tough when you fight these bureaucrats. Yeah, well, perhaps a poor choice of words by her office, but when you respond to an IPA request uh, and say that it's burdensome and broad uh, and intensive when you're speaking to the governor's travel records, that's kind of leading me to believe that perhaps there's a lot of records that would... Uh, meet that criteria. Yeah, and it's not, I mean, how could it be broad? I mean, these are very specific relating to her daily schedule. How, broad, I mean, well, a broad IPA request is, send me everything the governor's done in the last six months. That's a broad request. Right. right. So what, what was the request, specifically? Could you, do you, you remember the language? Uh, it, I don't know the exact language, but it was around, uh, you know, any records regarding her travel, expenses, uh, any type of flight itineraries, security detail, or transport logs was was basically So there has been some governor sightings, allegedly. I know uh, someone was trying to get me clued into, and, you know, I can't, if I can't substantiate it on a report on it, because uh, it's just not, not for me to do so, and, you know, to do anything like that would be slanderous, but there was uh, indications that she had gone to a lake uh, in New Mexico, and I know that some people have heard about that, uh, but I don't. I wasn't able to substantiate that. I remember for a long time people were trying to suggest that she was going to Hawaii, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in December or November to congregate with other governors. Uh, is there anything that we have been able to substantiate that she's actually left the state uh, during this time? Well, we know that she actually left the state to go meet with Joe Biden, the current president. Sure. And that would be uh, a responsive uh, reply to, to our request. So, obviously, there are pieces of evidence that they can provide to us that are well-documented, whether they were for official business or personal travel. You know, there's been rumors that the governor has gone outside of the state, like you've mentioned, but also other places like Arizona. It's all speculative at this point because I don't think I've seen a photo of her anywhere other than on her official travels. But I think New Mexicans have a right to know, especially since we're all expected to adhere to her public health orders, stay at home lock down our businesses, keep our kids out of school, and then we see all these other states opening up. So which one is it? We'd like to know. Could and I there think the be, people of New Mexico deserve to know. Could they provide the suggestion, Brett, though, that uh, you're just using this for political capital, and then they say, well, we don't have to respond because what's the need for this request? Or that doesn't exist in an IPRA. You can request it for whatever reason, I would imagine. Yes, any public information can be requested by any person in the state of New Mexico for any reason. The reason is not uh, a, a legitimate reason not to respond. And ultimately, I think you're right on the money, Eddie. They don't want to respond because I believe that it shows damning information about what the governor was doing during the lockdowns. So isn't this uh, 
and just final comment here, but isn't this lawsuit that you have now, isn't this essentially telling us that she has definitely left the state since she didn't reply to the IPRA? That would be my belief, and I hope that that belief is validated in court. All right, I'm going to take it one more level. Just like I alleged uh, that she paid off James Hallinan, how did James Hallinan's court case or whatever he, lawsuit that he was going to bring forth automatically disappear? Like, in the media, everywhere, on December 27th, I believe was the last report that we had actually come up with. December 27th of that year, and then that just disappears. Couldn't we use the same uh, line of uh, thinking to think that, well, something definitely happened, something... We know she likes to party with Hornitos and Jose Cuervo and all the rest of that, so, I mean, it's it is yeah, quite... Is. We know alcohol makes people do some crazy things, so, you know, in a group setting with alcohol, that is definitely plausible, wouldn't you say? I definitely think it's plausible. And, you know, she has a poor, chase, uh, poor choice in liquor, uh, I think New Mexicans are upset that the governor is, is using her discretionary funds for her personal activities. And that's the same thing. Like the House Caucus is putting forth that request to see the visitor logs because they want to see, is she having events and activities? Is she having her staff over for large gatherings during the public health orders where the rest of New Mexicans are prohibited from doing so? You know, what's good for her, what's good for us should be good for her. And obviously, uh, she thinks that she's above the law in her orders. Absolutely. She is uh, pretty tyrannical, but uh, she is the tiny tyrant up in Santa Fe. Brett Coconitis, thank you so much uh, for being here, and uh, I certainly appreciate your work, and keep us updated on what's going on. Thanks, Eddie. All right, good stuff. I actually uh, said uh, you might remember, Rudy, when I said, yeah, Brett could host this show. Yeah, I he's very he was, good. He's, I think he's great. I uh, really love... Uh, and I didn't like him at the beginning. And, I've, all, I've just yeah. always liked him. He's, he's smart. Yeah, he is. He's uh, with it. And uh, good work there. 439 back and forth. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off. Watching the night fall. Covering nowhere. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcast, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manolo, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? 
Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. All right, as we put things together, we start with the weather. I know clouds are coming in tomorrow. That's the only bad news because it's still going to be warm. They say close to 70 degrees tomorrow. That's what we flirted with today in Corrales at 68, 68 also at the VA hospital, and 69 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, the uh, slow spot's going to be, and this is really unusually slow, Paseo del Norte eastbound, heading towards the mountain under 20 miles an hour, I-25 to Louisiana. If you're on Coors Boulevard southbound, under 15 miles an hour from the Cottonwood Mall, right right at the Coors Bypass merge there, all the way up to Irving. But beyond that, just kind of everyone crowding to get onto Paseo del Norte. Well, sun's up. Patty, your tables are open. It's sunny side up, and they're ready to satisfy your cravings with tasty meals. Are you ready for this? You got to get this this week sometime. It's carrot cake pancake, sweet cream cheese drizzle. Homemade cinnamon butter. Uh, so good. Sunny side up online. Sunny.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk. All right. 445. I still have uh, Murder Mike there. I asked him to actually check in earlier. Sorry about that, uh, Murder Mike. I, I guess we got to bring you. I was going to jump into education here, but boy, pretty grisly over at the. Uh, Sunport, and uh, what does that say right there? Homicide, twenty-one. Oh, okay, there we go. Technically, it's only twenty, 
But um, counting one last night at Coronado Mall, we have 21. So okay, 21. That, there you go. That's what we're doing. Now, I got the list right here from the APD. It shows 20 homicides for January and March, which has already surpassed uh, last year's figures up to April and in, into May. So that's where we're at. Now, here, here we go. I'm going to jump right into it. Saturday night, we had an officer-involved shooting in Valencia County. This was somehow involved, related to a... Um, the shooting of a, an 11-year-old by his mother. Somehow, state police is investigating this. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but I got my radios, as you can see, on right here in the background, so they're monitoring the scanners all the time. From what I understand, I believe there's uh, two other suspects, Young, and uh, the mom was around somehow. I guess the little boy was at the park and was shot at the park. Yeah, kind of a drive-by shooting. It went went south, and he was hit by accident. Well, drive-by shootings always go south, Mike. Let's just let's just be real there. All right, next, next, we're looking at Sunday. Okay, I went to Los Alamos Saturday. What happens? I come back Sunday afternoon, and I have the scanners are going crazy before I even hit Bernalillo. So I immediately dashed over to Coronado Mall. We're at two fifteen in the afternoon. We had a shooting homicide at the Longhorn Steakhouse in the parking lot there. An unknown uh, individual, uh, they think it may have been road rage because there was a couple of vehicles involved. They're still sort of, kind of sorting it out. But an un- unidentified male shot uh, another guy twice in the head, once in the leg. The victim succumbed to his injuries on the way to the hospital. So that's homicide number 21. Right after that, I, I wouldn't even, I didn't even get my camera in the car before I heard another shooting, and that was at Delgado and Surreal's. And, uh, well, oh, where's community that? Center. Where is that? I, I think it's in the South Valley somewhere, and yeah. Wells, Wells Park Community Center kept popping up, mm-hmm. uh, in the radio communications, so it may have had something to do with that, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but now that, that may go, he may go 10-7. Um, I'm not sure because, again, they, they said it was a, it was a scoop and go. The guy was not doing good. He, he was kept uh, coding in on the way to the hospital, so we're waiting to see what happens there. That's that. And then 8-15, <laughs> 10 minutes later, uh, another shooting in the 1500 block of Walter Southeast. This was a, considered to be a minor shooting. It was a shoulder the man was shot in the shoulder. It was a through-and-through injury, so he was in stable condition. But then to top the evening off, we had another officer involved shooting a little after 10 o'clock, and that occurred at Montano and Renaissance. Uh, the officer was doing a routine traffic stop on this guy. Uh, the guy refused to pull over, kept ramming into the officer's car, and fled away uh, firing at shots at the officer. And the officer returned fire. We don't know if anybody was hit or not, but the uh, suspect fled going westbound on Montano to Coors, and then from Coors he went southbound on Coors from Montano, and then he lost him somewhere in there. Uh, the suspect vehicle is described as a blue late model van with cardboard on the windows. So that <laughs> if that isn't bad enough, I mean, two officer involved shootings in you know 24 hours, and of course we we had the bodies at the airport. There were four badly decomposed bodies. That's why it took so long to sort it all uh, out. I think you they, missed my report there, Mike. Bees uh, to that little scoop uh, only because I know people, and uh, the, the bodies were beheaded and chopped up and put in uh, containers. 
Man, uh, yeah, you got one now. You got that one on me. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad. It's, it's pretty um, gruesome. Any way you look at it, now I understand. I don't know. Maybe you can clarify this, but I understand that the three of the four bodies were kidnapped victims out of Gallup, uh, Grants, New Mexico, and uh, they were okay. reported missing. So the uh, they they were reported missing in the end of January. They were looking for somebody in connection with that. weren't able to find him. Or the other two, and so uh, they ended up missing. And the person of any interest, uh, they're still trying to get on his trail uh, now. So hopefully, hopefully, we'll come to some sort of conclusion. You know, whether it's the West Mesa murders and the buried women uh, there, um, the death of young Victoria Martins, or these four uh, murdered individuals. I just hope we can get some closure and get some sort of understanding here, because this is just—it just continues to hang like a giant black cloud over, you know, this city and the state. And we've got to come to some resolution. And it would be nice if the federal authorities were working uh, with our local police departments, um, but because of our sanctuary city status, you know that that isn't something that happens. Yeah. So there's a very, very little cooperation. Uh, I know a lot of people, given the nature of the crime, they think that it's cartel. Um, this doesn't sound like cartel. This sounds like something different. It's who knows. I know that the officers in the field really, uh, the rank and file boots on the ground feel that their hands are tied. It's like they're, they're handcuffed from doing their job because yeah. of all the scrutiny that they're under all the time. This so is something New Mexico is going to be talking about for a long time. I can tell you that much. Um, that's, that's right. But, you know, there's hardly any write-up, hardly any information, and, you know, we can't depend upon the reporting that's in the paper because it doesn't say anything about what I just told you. <laughs> you not know, at that's, all. That's, that's, that's part nothing. of the problem. So, hey, yeah, Arnold, uh, we designed a graphic media. for you. We designed a graphic for you, by the way. Oh, you did? And yes, you're going to love it. It's a, the Murder Mike graphic. And no, you're not. Oh. Changing, and you're not changing. You're not changing your name, just so you know. So. Oh, okay, yeah, you got it. All right, Mike. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks for staying up late on the scanners and. Staying connected and uh, giving us some of those details that uh, are otherwise missed. And uh, really, it's a, a real good uh, service that you do, and a lot of people enjoy it. I get constant feedback on it. Oh, great. I'm, I appreciate it. I'm trying to do my best. Uh, you're doing you're doing a great job. There he is, Murder Mike, uh, on his way out there. So um, <clears throat> another busy weekend. Another hostile activity, road rage, Longhorn State. I mean, you never know where Albuquerque is going to go ahead and uh, have their next crime scene. It is really unbelievable uh, what happens here in a week. It doesn't generally happen in a whole lot of big cities either. I wanted to uh, touch upon the uh, New Mexico Department of Health. Okay, they voila, everybody, educators, early childhood professionals now eligible for COVID nineteen vaccine. Oh, all of a sudden, just flip the script, and here you go. Why? Because it's driven by political expediency. But what do they want? According to the survey, New Mexico teachers want all the students vaccinated before returning to in-person learning. Now, that was posted about 8.30, 9 o'clock this morning. And then about 10.30, like, oh, we're going to open up all the schools. All New Mexico schools are cleared to open at full capacity for all grades. Just voila, just... <laughs> Change the script, political opportunity. The PED made the announcement that fans will be allowed to attend high school sporting events, depending upon their county's color code. 
counties in turquoise will go up to 75% capacity at outdoor sporting events and 33% capacity for indoor sports. Green, 50% capacity, 25% capacity for indoor, and red will now allow spectators as well. The host team's county color will govern the spectator capacity. Lots of text uh, coming into the Kiva, 550-5500. Eddie, in my opinion, any openings that we're seeing in the state right now have nothing to do with the governor feeling pressure. Public pressure doesn't move or affect her. She's moved strictly by directives from the higher-ups in the Democrat Party. The only reason we're seeing any openings in this state is because Biden is in the White House. Okay, that's the other way to look at it, but... What was it burdensome for her to send out her employees to close down businesses? No, it was very easy for her to go ahead and get that done. Uh, Eddie, Tim Keller. Tim Killer, not Tim Keller. How incredibly sad. So that's the, the new setup... That's going on. We'll bring it back uh, at, after the top of the hour Fox News right here in the Kiva. AM 1600, KIVA, com. And as you just heard Murder Mike talk about, he went up to Los Alamos where you can listen to the Rock of Talk on AM 1490, KRSN. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Full second hour and re-return. And as always, you can download the app. We also have the brand-new TV app. has a different icon, too. And that's a good place where you can watch all the video of the show. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us. 
Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. On hold. I'm Lisa Lacera, Fox News. Protests and calls for justice as the trial of the former Minneapolis police officer charged with killing George Floyd is paused. Outside of court in Minneapolis, protesters and court watchers gathered. And Monday afternoon, George Floyd's sister, Bridget, spoke at a press conference. We are praying for justice. Our hope is that justice prevails and we can all use this as an opportunity to be better and do better for those around us. Jury selection for former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin's trial was stopped Monday temporarily as prosecutors try to get a third degree murder charge reinstated. Chauvin is already looking at a second degree murder charge and manslaughter but the judge agreed to take out the third degree possibility for jurors to consider and prosecutors have appealed. They are now waiting on an appeals court decision. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention now with its long anticipated guidance for people who have gotten the COVID-19 CDC recommends that fully vaccinated people can visit with other fully vaccinated people in small gatherings indoors 
without wearing masks or physical distancing. Remember here we are talking about private settings where everyone is vaccinated. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the CDC says about 30 million Americans are fully vaccinated. President Biden marked International Women's Day today, flanked by Air Force General Jacqueline Von Ovos and Army Lieutenant General Laura Richardson. The president said in 2015 when he was vice president, the final steps were taken so that any qualified person could apply for an open position in the military. Women who joined today's military aren't told no when they apply to fly fighter jets or attack helicopters just because of their gender. Both women will become four-star generals once they're confirmed. America is listening to Fox News. Cleanliness and safety are essential to the success of any business. That's why Cintas has introduced our Total Clean program. A one-of-a-kind service that includes scheduled deliveries of essential cleaning supplies, hygienically cleaned uniforms, and on-site sanitizer and disinfectant services to help eliminate germs. Learn what the Cintas Total Clean program can do for you. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Find your balance. Keep riding. And if you stop, put your feet down so you don't fall. Progressive Motorcycle also presents roadside assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Andrew Cuomo says he's not going anywhere as more women accuse him of sexual harassment. The governor today attempting business as usual, touring a mass vaccination site despite two of New York's top state Democrats calling on him to step down after new allegations of sexual harassment over the weekend. New York State Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins writing, we need to govern without daily distraction. For the good of the state, Governor Cuomo must resign. Over the weekend, former aide Anna Liss accused Cuomo of inappropriate behavior like kissing her hand. Former aide uh, Karen Hinton said Cuomo hugged her inappropriately in a hotel room. Now, Cuomo called Hinton's claim false and dismissed her as a political adversary. Fox's Brian Yenis. Missouri Republican Senator Roy Blunt says he will not seek a third term in the Senate before his time in the Senate. Blunt served seven terms in the House and two terms as Missouri Secretary of State. Blunt is the fifth Senate Republican to decide against running for re-election in 2022. The palace is mum after a royal interview. There's been no comments from Buckingham Palace and British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is also refusing to be drawn after what was an explosive interview. Among Prince Harry and Meghan's revelations, Meghan said life as a royal left her contemplating suicide. I knew that if I didn't say it, that I would do it. And I, I just didn't. I just didn't want to be alive anymore. Speaking to Oprah Winfrey on CBS, Meghan also said there were concerns and conversations in the family about her baby's skin color. Meghan is biracial. She says those comments were made while she was pregnant. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. About 17 million Americans watched that interview, according to CBS, the biggest audience for any entertainment special since the Oscars broadcast last year. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
second hour, and we're going to put things together starting with the weather. Looking like a really nice uh, day tomorrow. I know clouds are coming and some winds, but still, they're expecting us to be around 70 degrees right now. In Los Alamos, it is 59 degrees with partly cloudy skies. West Gates Heights in the South Valley, that's not too bad with 68, and it's 69 here at the Rock of Talk. Speaking of the South Valley, that's where it seems to be a little bit tight right now. As you make your way off I-40 and you're heading southbound all the way to Central, Unser Boulevard is really going to be a tight squeeze again. That's Unser southbound off of I-40 out to Central. All right, in Rio Rancho, southern westbound under 15 miles an hour, Nicholas to Unser, the 528th Pat Diarco, northbound under 10 miles an hour, Barbara Loop to Sabana Grande, and still a bit of a test of patience if you make any way out of Kirtland Air Force Base on Eubank. This traffic report brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. I can just see you walking into Monty's tomorrow. Sure. And you say, the guy on the radio said, go ask Matt and say, the guy on the radio says you have the largest selection of blends. And he's going to say, let me show you to the humidor. The largest selection of prices? Let me show you to the humidor. It's the biggest in the Southwest, Monty's Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back in to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1500 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and TV. So all right there for your... Viewing pleasure as well. Hour two, we got D. Dowd Muska. You can find him at DowdMuska.com, by the way. He'll let you know that. Uh, Dowd, how are you? Well, congratulations to Harold Medina. After a nationwide search, apparently uh, they found what they were looking for right here at home. Well, uh, you're, you're, you're jumping ahead there, young man. I don't no, I mean, to... congratulations, no, Chief, no. Chief Medina. I mean, oh, it's is. the same exact guy. And if you look at this in terms of the phrasing... Of what's happening. And if you look at KRQE, KOAT, look at the top trending stories. Go to KRQE right now, Dowd, and go look at, at the top trending stories. Because what you're going to find is that people want to talk about crime. Well, guess who's been at the job since, well, since uh, Chief Geyer left? Uh, it's the guy that they just hired. Meet the new boss, same as the old. It absolutely is. And what's worse about this whole entire, entire thing is they're trying to pass it off as this is some sort of big thing for the city of Albuquerque. This is how you know they're in crisis mode right now. Because now the PR uh, engine is really kicking. Oh, we're going to have a state of the city uh, meeting. State of the state. Oh, we're reopening schools. Oh, we're going to get a new police chief. I mean, we're firing on all cylinders. Oh, with the exception of the four chopped up bodies at the Sunport and a record high number of murders. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all the top stories and what you are wanting to talk about is exactly that. You want to talk about coronavirus? Not really. You want to talk about the homicide of an 11-year-old boy? Yeah, you do. You want to talk about what the new police chief is going to do about it? Not much. Not much. The Albuquerque Public uh, uh, Police uh, Department is sort of being taken down up in Santa Fe. Qualified immunity, all these crazy things that are going to make your police departments weaker throughout the rest of the state. And, in, and especially and including Albuquerque, New Mexico. Harold Medina, he's more of a political operative than he is a police chief. He's more interested in the politics, and that's what Tim Keller likes. Look at his new attorneys. 
Look at the attorneys that uh, Tim Keller surrounds himself with. I've got several emails with people saying, Eddie, you need to look into this, look into that. Oh, but by the way, we're being received at 1490 in my car, celebrating, because you can hear us in Santa Fe. Yeah, you can hear us all the way through there. Now, Eddie, why would you assume four dismembered, decomposed bodies were victims of foul play before APD completes their investigation due out 2025? Nothing is going to change, folks. The only good news this is good news for is Harold Medina, because this is the job that he wanted to move Chief Geyer, according to Chief Geyer, out of the way. Since the very beginning, you remember those interviews that we did with Geyer? And he was on and on and on about Harold Medina, essentially just doing politics. Now, I'm not carrying the water for Geyer. I mean, I wasn't involved one way or the other, but it made for some pretty compelling radio. You were interested in everything that was going on, but this is what happens. You wash all this stuff away immediately because, well, we've got a crisis we mismanaged the COVID. We screwed that up. Now we're screwing up our... We're screwing up everything, but please reelect us, New Mexico. And you're like, yeah? Well, you're not a Republican, so yeah, I guess we are going to go ahead and reelect you. If you want things to change, you just don't elect these people. Look at the PED coming out with what he has done. You haven't heard from this guy. When's the, when's the first time that we ever heard from him, Dowd? <laughs> I don't think... Well, he was in Philadelphia, was. if I'm not mistaken. He was telecommuting. <laughs> yeah, and he had he had some uh, family matters to attend to back in Philadelphia before he was coming out here, which made, okay, no sense whatsoever. He can be out in Philadelphia. Where he's, he, he's got his full-time job. It's nice to see the PED put a tribute to the former PED director, Mrs. Trujillo. I was uh, very happy to see that. Let me let me give you some of the legislation that they're going to take down the police force with that I want you to pay attention to because it's kind of incredible what they're doing. HB 61, this isn't is a big deal at all. This is just a House Bill to enact Reserve Police Officer Act allowing governmental entities to commission reserve police officers to assist police officers. That's all. Not, not a big deal. Crime victim interviews, Okay. This one is H-143, Dowd. It allows a victim the right to deny a pretrial interview. Yes. Okay. A victim the right to deny a pretrial interview and allows for recorded statements to be admitted into evidence in certain circumstances. Got a... Um, let's see. More stuff for the para of the retirement board, of course. That's what the uh, police... Retiring in record numbers right now, according to Sean Willoughby. Extreme Risk Protection Order. This one from Damon Eli, H-193. It allows certain law enforcement officers to constitute a reporting party pursuant to this Extreme Risk Firearm Protection Order Act. Requires law enforcement to take possession of relinquished firearms under certain circumstances. Changes reporting requirements and prohibits the use in criminal proceedings of certain evidence establishing ownership of the possession of firearm. We need to remove more firearms out of the citizens out there and put the police officers on the front lines for doing it. Patricia Royball Caballero, uh, she's never met a liberal policy she didn't like. She likes all of them, especially the uh, minimum wage. Here it is. Police use of force reporting. House Bill 263, which I believe we talked about, providing for reporting mechanism following the use of deadly force by a peace officer 
that results in great bodily harm or death and requires an independent investigation. Requiring an independent investigation. This is nothing that your new chief, quote-unquote, new leadership, right? It's the same guy that's been doing the job for the last year while the murder rates have gone way up, right? <laughs> We're on record pace, folks. Harold Medina was at the helm during this record record run. Here's uh, here's another one they oppose. This one by Antonio Momaestas. He's in the same club. These are the these are the guys you vote in year in year out. Oh, you, you love yourself some Antonio Momaestas, don't you? House Bill 286 applies the procedures of the Uniform Licensing Act to the New Mexico Law Enforcement Academy Board. Requires the regulate just what we need more fees. More requires that regulation licensing board instead of the Public Safety Advisory Commission administer su- suspension or revocations of police officer certifications and eliminates the appeal process, abolishes the Public Safety Advisory Commission, and repeals the Peace Officers Employer Employee Relations Act. My gosh. There you go. Just let's just decimate what's left of our police officers. Uh, here's another liberal. Linda Lopez, here's what she's doing. Oh. You like her that much, huh? She's bad news. SB 192 is requiring law enforcement agencies and peace officers to disclose evidence favorable to the accused in a criminal case. Requires them. SB 192 allows for certain actions against police officer certification for failure to perform disclosure duties for hindrance. They're going to go after the police officer's ability to go ahead and enforce the law of another peace officer performance to those duties. Inspection of police misconduct investigations. How much time does the police... This None of this will change under Medina. They're going to spend even more time on internal affairs. But I think they have 60 police officers of their nearly 900 police officers that are involved in internal affairs. Enacts a new section of the Department of Public Safety Act. SB 227 allows the Law Enforcement Officer Procedures Act. Provides the inspection of law enforcement misconduct investigations. Changes the crime of justifiable homicide by a public officer or public employee. Wow. They're on the hook for murder. Your police officers will now be on the hook for murder. Regulates the use of physical force by officers, SB 227. Establishes the duty of officers to intervene. Requires the use of force policies. Prescribes standards for serving search warrants. Requires no later than 90 days after the effective date of the 2021 Act. So this will be enacted, I would imagine, right around midsummer. Prepare for the, uh, the summer of mayhem here as your police officers will literally be handcuffed. They will not be able to do anything. They should just walk around with nightsticks. That's it. They can't do anything. The head of each law enforcement agency to publish the use of force policy requested by this act in a location that is accessible to the public, conspicuous place on the agency's website, requires the secretary to prepare an annual report requiring all officer-involved injuries or deaths that occurred during the preceding fiscal year, on or before September 30th of each year. There you go. These are the laws that are going to take away the efficacy of the Albuquerque Police Department. It doesn't matter who is running the police department anymore. Because it's run by the legislators who want to apparently just see more and more crime. This stuff on the front page, it doesn't bother them. 11-year-old little boy being shot, that, that doesn't bother them. 
guaranteed the people, the two individuals, which they're now looking for, have a rap sheet. Guaranteed one of the judges here in one of the counties definitely let them out because they wanted to rehabilitate them. They wanted to put them back out on the street, and he's, he's not a bad guy. Give him another chance. Give him another chance. That's what we've been doing. And has it worked to improve the city of Albuquerque or the state by and large? It has not. Brazen takedown. The first state police officer, I believe, to be murdered, what was it, 33 years. We want to open the borders. And we want to go ahead and create more opportunity for the criminals. Has there been any follow-up on that? No. The governor didn't even show up <laughs> or the to his funeral. Or no delegation was even there. Think about that for a second. Brazen takedown. Got out of his car after doing the pit maneuver. Went straight into the police officer's face, right through the windshield, and shot through the window. Brazen. Guaranteed, these could have been stopped way ahead of time, but they weren't. Because we need to be easier on the criminals here in this state. Why do you think we get more and more criminals to just come here to New Mexico? And you wonder how, I, I, I'm not, not going to stop saying it, four chopped up dead bodies at the Albuquerque Sunport. So, Harold Medina, c congratulations to you. Go celebrate with your family, I guess. And, you know, you, from all accounts, you seem to be a pretty good guy from what other people say about you. But we know that you are a political animal. We've had that before. We're seeing it more and more. I thought Geyer was a pretty decent man. I really did. And I thought things were moving, but I can tell you, Chief Guy got scapegoated. No doubt about it. No two ways about those interviews. Go back and look at those interviews that we have on our Rock of Talk archive. And then you'll start to understand how good people end up losing at the end of the day because, well, maybe they were just a little bit too nice. They didn't fight hard enough. And that's what New Mexico needs. We need more fighters. 550-5500. That's 550 5,500 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and rockoftalk.tv. Hello, Santa Fe. Hello, Los Alamos. Thank you for listening to us on AM 1490 KRSN and 107.1 in Los Alamos. So that the AM station coming in nice and loud, and I'm glad that you enjoyed on this beautiful, sunny day. And Rudy's going to include, he says he's going to include the Los Alamos weather, although it's very different up there than it is down here in Santa Fe. That's like three different, entirely three different terrains, Rudy. Different elevations, 7,000 feet, I think, for Santa Fe. I think uh, Los Alamos is about 8,500. Pretty high up there. So right up there on the hilltop. 520 back and forth. Thanks for listening. Spring at Salon Helena, Albuquerque's home for Kangen water. Life springs from the water you drink. Alkaline water is healthy water. Change the water you drink. Change your life. Go to water.theplaceilike.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. 
Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Winter is here and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out, don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Pet Lab Pets make life better. Pet Lab loves to match the right pets with the right families. Making your kids happy. Pet Land on Paseo del Norte at Ventura. Online pets.theplaceilike.com. All right, time to put things together starting with the weather. Looking like a really nice week ahead. Tomorrow we got some clouds moving in, some wind as well, but still heading towards 70 degrees. Up on the hilltop at Los Alamos Medical Center, 58 degrees. Rust Medical Center, Rio Rancho, 66. And it's 70 at the Rock of Talk. And it's slow in Rio Rancho on Southern Boulevard. Westbound, the trip under 15 miles an hour from Nicholas to Unser. And if you drive, is on the 528. The northbound side of the Pat Diarco there is uh, under 10 miles an hour. Barbara Loop to Sabana Grande. And right now, getting across River Bridge is looking great on I-25 through the uh, Isleta Curve all the way beyond Isleta itself as you wind your way into uh, Los Alamos. Still looking pretty sharp. 
Hi, it's this traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe. Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza on Southern and Rio Rancho. They always treat you special. Janice and George, the owners, make sure you always leave fully satisfied. And if you ask, with a gallon of Canyon water, change your water, change your life. Truly, you're going to find the health benefits of alkaline water. They surpass anything else that you can drink. Talk to them at the Salon Deluxe, and you can make your appointment by going to salondeluxe.com. We're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 525 here in the Kiva. Thanks for listening to us on AM 600 KIVA and AM 1490 KRSN Los Alamos and Santa Fe. I will say this. When you really start to evaluate the governor over the last year and the amount of cheerleading that has gone, you realize that she is very, very similar, very similar to Cuomo. She's fighting for her political life right now, and that's what's forcing things to go this way. But the Albuquerque Journal, boy, they never, they, they never, never waste an opportunity. I didn't read the full article because I couldn't get through it. It's so nauseating. Sense of dread. Governor saw a catastrophe on the horizon. Oh, yes. She was getting those late night phone calls. I mean, the selling. It, it, it was just so complete. You're, you're shaking your head down. Because I, I couldn't read them either. I saw the headlines and I just thought, I'm just going to start screaming if I read these articles. So, <sighs> The governor. The governor at one in the morning, she got her first phone call the first and she knew that she had to react she knew that she needed to take upon herself, and she needed she she knew knew that she needed to lead New Mexico out of this. And they're about to take a victory lap. That's all they're going to do. They're going to talk about schools open and how well they've done on everything. And they're going to sit there and eat it up because the governor. I mean, the the uh, media is going to serve up what the governor's been cooking for the last year, which is nothing but BS after BS. And you can't figure out how the hell these people continue to have their jobs. De Blasio. Now, here's what's different about New York versus New Mexico. Well, there's a lot because there's actually pressure there. Uh, New York is a world-class state. World-class city, obviously, in New York City, or was. And de Blasio is coming out. And I'd love to see some of this type of thing come out from... The Democrats in the state of New Mexico, but you won't see it because they're all still afraid. Or are they? Why doesn't Hector Balderas make a run for governor at this point? This would be a pretty good time to do that. Or Brian Colon or whoever's that you know going to end up running to say, you know what, she 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 can't effectively govern. That's exactly what Bill De Blasio said on Governor Cuomo. He stopped short of calling scandal-plagued New York Governor Cuomo to resign on Monday, but questioned whether the governor could properly do his job as allies withdraw support. I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't think that the governor here in the state of Mexico can properly do her job. Cuomo said, there's no way I resign. Of course not. Your dad was a very successful governor, governor, and you are not. You literally lied to the people of your state. De Blasio predicts there's more information that's going to come out. How many uh, accusers now? That's smokescreen. The real, real problem is how he handled the pandemic. But there's no political will here. There is a lot of infighting, but it has yet to really kind of rear its ugly Democrat head. And we're waiting. 
believe you me, us uh, Republicans here, we are absolutely waiting for you guys to finally, at some point, eat your own. Is it going to happen? <laughs> I don't think so. In regards to the governor, um, as was mentioned, the Senate Majority Leader put out a strong statement yesterday calling on him to resign. Um, are you at that point? Do you think he should resign at this point? Look, I'll say it my own way, uh, Aaron. Um, you know, I just don't see how he can govern effectively when fewer and fewer people believe him. And I think there's more information that's going to come out. That's everything. Now, imagine if that was, let's just say, the mayor of Albuquerque. Let's say Mayor Tim Keller comes out and says that about Governor Michelle Hung. Yeah, that would never happen. No, because they're all completely and totally scared of Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. You would never hear that. There wouldn't be an honest media. Like, remember how dishonest the media is, the, our media partners? This is how sh it's starting out. Going after Cuomo through de Blasio. Kind of amazing. Let's listen to the question. Because this type of question isn't going to come from Ryan Boytel or, I don't know, whoever is handling it. Or Joe Monahan, right? They're never going to answer these, ask these hard questions. They just don't do it. They're not journalists. They're cheerleaders for the Democrat Party. That's what they do. And uh, believe you me, they are going to go ahead and come after me like you've never seen. You'd be like, wow, that's a lot. They really hate that Eddie Aragon. I was like, well, we call them out because they're not honest journalists. Here's some honest journalism right here. Asking Mayor Bill de Blasio again. Aaron from Politico. Hi, Mr. Mayor. Um, with regards to the governor, um, as was mentioned, the Senate Majority Leader put out a strong statement yesterday calling on him to resign. Um, are you at that point? Do you think he should resign at this point? Look, I'll say it my own way, uh, Aaron. Um, you know, I just don't see how he can govern effectively when fewer and fewer people believe him. And I think there's more information that's going to come out. Uh, that'll just make it harder and harder. Now, Brett Kokonitis, I know uh, Dowd has uh, sent in his IPRA. We've all sent in IPRAs at this point. Larry Barron's, he led the charge with that uh, beautiful grocery list uh, IPRA. Got that coming out. Guess what's not going to happen in the state of New Mexico? Somehow, some way, they're going to say that she doesn't have to respond to that information request. They'll break every single law to keep what is what should be coming out to the people of New Mexico because they don't want you to know. Would we be talking about her party on September 23rd had that IPRA not, be, had not been submitted? No way. What would be the political will right now of the people? I'd say it'd be a hell of a lot weaker without getting that information. I'd still pretty much be fighting it on my own. Just the fact that you're on the bandwagon right now means absolutely everything to me. Because it means that our state has a chance. I just wish we had more Democrats... In, <laughs> And I mean this in terms of turning in on each other that would actually look within their party and attack other Democrats. We don't see that very often. And if we do, oh, it barely ever makes any paper. They're so hell-bent on beating Republicans to a bright, juicy pulp that it just, just doesn't happen. I attack other Republicans. I don't have any problem doing that. Got to keep things absolutely transparent as we possibly can. Let's uh, listen to some more. So that that's the way I see it. Go ahead, Aaron. Okay, thank you. And then um, the legislature went through with voting um, to repeal or their version of a repeal of governor's emergency powers. 
What exactly would you like to see happen next on that front as far as restoring local control? This is exactly what your state legislature should be doing here in the state of New Mexico. Did not happen, will not happen. You're dreaming. The Democrats are never going to roll back. It's The very first thing that they should have done is roll back the governor's emergency powers. Said she went too far. If anything showed you that she went too far on shutting down the state of New Mexico, just look at her handling of shutting down these schools and getting mixed messages. Mixed messages. You don't know if you're going or coming with the lady. You have no idea when you, you can't plan anything, you can't think about any future. Let's hear de Blasio on this. Thank you. A really important question. I'd say, look, I appreciate the action the legislature took. It is definitely a step in the right direction, but I think we should go to full restoration of local control. Wow. Wow. De Blasio said that. What, what are we doing here? Are these, yeah, are these Democrats at this point? Um, we've got more work to do to fight COVID, but we're certainly moving in the right direction as a city, as a state, as a nation. Um, it's time to restore the democratic process fully. It's time to restore local governance. Uh, there's a reason for hundreds of years we've had an approach to governance that gave such ability of local governments to control their own affairs and, and protect the lives of our own people because we're closest to the ground. So we really need to get back to that, especially while uh, Albany's going through some turbulence it's especially important to re-empower localities. We're strong, we're stable, we're moving forward. Wow. That's amazing. No longer in uh, lockstep. They've broken ranks and they decided, yep, I think we're going to impeach the governor. Meanwhile, is- in New Mexico, Liz Thompson, your, yes. your Democratic representative uh, in New Mexico, Albuquerque Journal asked her uh, during the election, do you believe changes should be made to the emergency powers held by a governor during a pandemic or other time of crisis? Her reply, since our legislature is volunteer and meets a few days every year, we must give these powers to the executive in order to be able to be nimble and be able to react to rapidly changing circumstances. Getting 112 legislators and staff in the case of an emergency is a tall order. This woman is now more of a totalitarian than Bill de Blasio. That's what's going on right here in New Mexico. And she's also in touch or in uh, control of all... I want to check the... Uh, Democratic Governor Association website. Has that little docu- document been issued yet? Uh, oh, you know, I haven't looked in a couple days. I better look. I better look. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to know if uh, I, I saw the uh, forthcoming letter as uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham uh, put out there. She said that we'll have a letter that's forthcoming uh, very shortly. And anything out there that you see? Okay, the latest news from the Democratic governors. Uh, Republican governors continue to deny Americans access to health care. Uh, North Carolina governor, Republican, leading the nation in shrinking the ra- oh, uh, Democrat leading the nation in shrinking the racial vaccine gap. Uh, oh, evil, well, evil Republican Ron DeSantis faces heat from hospital for redirecting <laughs> limited vaccine supply to campaign donors. And West Virginia GOP governor calls out Texas Governor Abbott for playing political football mm. with mask mandate. I don't see Cuomo yeah. anywhere here. Nearly a week ago, I think uh, she was supposed to, uh, six days ago, she was supposed to request his uh, resignation or we'll look into it. Now they've uh, started piling on top of one another with all this. 536 back and forth. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. The Mark 
market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at The Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 3937. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. All right, putting things together, starting with the weather. Good-looking week. I know tomorrow's going to have some clouds, some wind, but still close to 70 degrees. I know right now in Taylor Ranch at 66, 68 in Four Hills, and 69 at the Rock of Talk. And it's uh, it's under 60 degrees. I'm sorry, under 60 miles per hour on Paseo del Norte. Westbound, you start seeing red right there at about 2nd Street. You'll be down to about 20 miles an hour all the way up to Coors Boulevard. The good news, no accidents. All right, Paseo del Norte eastbound heading towards the mountains under 20 miles an hour. I-25 to Louisiana. And if you're in the South Valley heading toward Busky Farm, southbound uh, State Route 47, under 20 miles an hour, about half an hour, a half a mile past Isleta Pueblo, and then uh, it's just going to be very slow all the way just beyond State Road 147. This traffic report brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, companion care at reasonable rates, and that includes household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, the help with cognitive assistance as well. Just amazing people ready to dive in and help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services accepting insurance as well as pay clients. Connect online with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. And with that, we're up to date. Now let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 542, before we get to Dow's article du jour, we're going to very quickly read off a few texts here. Uh, Eddie Cuomo sending COVID to senior centers is like giving smallpox blankets to the natives. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's why we need to evaluate, and I'm going to have something from Greg Schmidis, I believe, uh, tomorrow. Talk with him earlier today, and uh, Mr. Schmidis, or I should say Dr. Schmidis, uh, is looking into May of 2020. Uh, he wants to understand what was happening at our nursing facilities uh, during that time, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a good question, the question that we have to have to ask. Remember where everything just spiked up all of a sudden? I mean, those things are pretty foolproof. It's hard to get in, hard to get out, but somehow every single one of these senior senators, uh, centers, I mean, they all lit up. It was kind of fascinating to me. Like, well, how's it getting in there? All they're doing is taking health care all day long. And if you tell uh, pretty much anybody who's a senior citizen age, they're going to follow whatever's recommended. They don't want anything. They're already worried about their health. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. And let me tell you, I have hardly, I've, I've shaken so many hands. I've been so many places. I've done so many things. Like, COVID has never really, you know, when we, when we first started this whole uh, COVID-19, I think, uh, Rudy, I was uh, sending out the I Am Legend. I'm like, well, yep, that's kind of that whole movie that Will Smith is like, yep. you're going to have to hunker down and, and sink in. And, and I was on the radio every single day. Without fail. Well, here we go. Here's the count. We're waiting for the news conference. We played the news conference. We thought it was... And you know when when I stopped playing the news conferences? When we knew it wasn't about the data. Just like we had at orangenm.com. And I know Joe Monahan, he loves to make fun of me. Oh, you didn't have it. You didn't have it right. You didn't have it right. Well, nobody could have it right because it was constantly moving. You know what you do as a strategy is you create chaos. Sort of like the CD1 race. Like, well, no deadline. Oh, but it's not a race. I literally, you, you guys have been, would have been amazed. I'm not sure if I should say this, so I'm not going to. 
just for the um, purposes of quote unquote keeping it clean, my private conversations with uh, leadership. Rudy, was I the one saying, I just have to ask you, was I the one saying the fix was in originally? Am I the first person to, to say that? No. You heard that from how many different places? Well, several different people in the state central committee. That's correct. Wow. So they were saying it, and, and somehow I'm getting blamed for it because I decided to jot it down in the press release. And I'm sure if they asked, who would, who was that that said in the state central committee? Yeah. No. Dive into my head, baby, and then you'll find out. But if you're wanting me to mouth it, not happening. We have to just keep at it. I've been keeping at it the entire time. And now we've got people who are just dipping their toe all over the place into attack Michelle Lujan Grisham. I just want to know, why was shutting down for a year okay with anybody? Or a month? Or even a week? I remember that first week. I mean, across the way... The uh, the brewery over at three seven seven. You know, I would I would uh, you know go check the things out there with Lina and and um, can't think of the other guy's name. But they were dreading it so bad, they couldn't think of anything worse than being forced shut down for a week. We we're trying to come up where indoor seating, no indoor seating. I don't know what's going to happen. No food. They can't. You know, they they were telling me about their total receipts they had for one day. During the beginning, when everything was literally shut down, it was a ghost town. You drive the freeways, nobody was on the freeways. I'm like, what, what are we shut down for? Why are we shutting down again? I mean, you'd go, and uh, I, I, for about a day, was afraid to make contact with my parents. That's about it. Lasted about a day, and then I was like, yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. They're, they're fine. You know, they're pretty robust. But they had read the receipts for one day that they had. It was like 25 or $30. I mean, I just went over there to go buy stuff. So I could just support them. They're local. Then they then they go and do an interview over on uh, KKOB. I'm like, okay, well, you guys can go have that. I'm sure they're in here, so, you know, spending money with you. I'm like, I don't need that in my life. Uh, Eddie, when wearing the mask on one ear, I think it should only count as half a virtue signal. <laughs> they're talking to you, Rudy, with the mask <laughs> oh, on one ear. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You don't. You don't need that. Yeah. Dow definitely does not have. Let me uh, turn on your, your little cameras oh, there. Oh, this there we weekend. Go. This weekend. Uh, oh, two up. women at grocery stores this weekend, because I do wear the mask to get food, otherwise I starve. Two women gave me big thumbs up, said, love your mask. Women, not men. Women. So I walk into that same the, grocery the, store. The, ma the mask is the impeach MLG. Oh, I'm sorry. I should yeah. have said impeach MLG. Yeah, okay. yes, uh, big black impeach MLG. <laughs> I love your mask. Well, what does it have? <laughs> does it have uh, you know, lollipops on it? <laughs> Uh, Eddie, I haven't missed an in-person church legacy off Wyoming. We were there Saturday, and we were Sunday listening to Charlie Kirk. The place was packed, and there were a few people with masks, but the majority of them did not have one on. I did not feel concerned in the least. Uh, they're not wearing masks a lot of other places, folks. They really aren't. Your kids think you're weird if you're wearing masks now. Trust me on this one. Schools are open. Let's drop all this nonsense at this point. I, I saw we we won the argument. Yeah, we, we won did. the the healthcare argument. We yeah, we won the healthcare argument. We did. Um, I there. saw a little 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 toddler stumbling around at a sandwich shop this weekend, and I thought, how horrible for these really young ones. They're out in public, and they, everybody's all covered up. It must be just freakish for them. I mean, you need to look at people's faces and learn about what emotional reactions are, and understand sarcasm and all that. And they're looking at people with masks. 
It's strange. <sighs> All right, uh, Dell, let's get to your article for the day. Oh, yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, available, uh, hot on the press here, the digital press, uh, rockoftalk.chat. Um, put this up last night for you folks who are maybe feeling a little down. We've got a session underway. What, about what 12 more days left in the session? A lot of bad laws being passed, uh, a lot of you know, regulations and taxes, and we're going to have a larger budget, believe it or not, amidst all of this COVID craziness and layoffs and unemployment, and, and uh, we're actually going to have more state spending in the new in the new fiscal year. But anyway, this is a, a victory, um, and it regards vaping. Now, I know a lot of folks don't vape. I don't vape. I vape. I don't think Eddie Aragon vapes. I don't think Rudy Grande vapes. None of God's children um, vape. But I don't smoke either. I don't think these gentlemen smoke either. But there has been this really crazed reaction on the part of the anti-smoking folks who, you know, took their public health crusade, you know, a little too far with the secondhand smoke. And they just, they just, they just keep rolling out new and, new and better ways to attack tobacco. And you say, well, vaping, vaping is water vapor. You know, there's no smoke. You're not inhaling some sort of combustible product. Uh, what, you know, why would they be going after vaping? A lot of us who have been looking at this for years don't really understand why they're going after vaping. It the nicotine in that vaping liquid is derived from tobacco because tobacco, of course, contains uh, that nicotine, which to some people uh, it fights, you know, model smoke because it suppresses their appetite. A lot of writers smoke because the nicotine provides more concentration and it's a stimulant. Um, vaping is a way to get that nicotine without the nastiness of all the smoke. And I would never encourage anyone to smoke or, or discourage for that matter. It's your choice, but make yourself aware of, of obvious, the obvious health impacts of smoking. Vaping, and a lot of countries are getting this right. New Zealand is one country. The United Kingdom is another country where the public health officials in those countries have not gone crazy over this. They've said, hey, vaping, you know, there's a risk in anything you do. But compared to smoking, vaping is a really good thing. We should be trying to transfer as many people over to vaping as we can to get away from those those cigarettes. But the anti-smoking people, this is a professional billion-dollar lobby, uh, the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids, a lot of these national organizations and legislators, like Liz Thompson, who I mentioned uh, or just in the last segment because I was doing research on her this weekend regarding her crusade against vaping. Also, a jo- a Joanne Ferrari, she's from down south in the, in the Crucis area, they wanted to pass this bill, and I believe it was uh, HB 205. It would have banned any kind of flavored tobacco products. Now, a lot of people, I don't, I don't vape. I've never even tried to vape, but you can see at the convenience store, there's all kinds of chocolate flavors and strawberry and watermelon, all these sort of sweet vaping things that uh, give you a little bit of flavor when you're doing this uh, this procedure. And you're, again, breathing out water vapor. You're not smoking a traditional cigarette. And most people in the science say it's you know 95% less risky than smoking. Um, a lot of adults are using these flavored vaping to get off of cigarettes, which are much more dangerous. Um, it doesn't matter to the anti-smoking, anti-vaping people. They've transferred their hatred of all things tobacco over to vaping. Uh, I think there was uh, Rashid Talib uh, said something like, it's, just very, it's very, very dangerous at a congressional hearing recently. It's in no way as dangerous as smoking. We The early results are that it is much more benign than smoking, and it's much better for people to be vaping if they want to get that nicotine delivery. These ladies wanted to ban these flavored products 100%. Um, there's some initial, some new data that just came out that show that people are actually make the switch from smoking to vaping and stop smoking cigarettes. They are likelier to make that switch with these flavored products. So actually, it's a good thing that there are flavored vaping pro- pro- products out there. And for children, younger, you know, teenagers uh, buying these products, 
They're already breaking the law, all right? If you're a teen and you're vaping, it's against the law, no matter what the flavor is. So you can't just sort of shoehorn flavor, the, the fact that some of these are flavored into your crusade against vaping. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's insane. These people are, you know, again, they've transferred their hatred of all things tobacco to vaping, which is much less risky. So they had this bill. It was HB 205. We're going to ban all uh, flavored vaping products, all flavored tobacco products of any kind, vaping or not. And it was tabled. It was really interesting. They, made, they cut a compromise a couple weeks ago on, okay, we're not going to make it illegal to possess flavored vaping or to, uh, to use flavored vaping. Origi- the original bill wanted to make it illegal no matter what. If you tried to sell it, if you tried to buy it, if you, if you had it in your possession, they said, we're just going to make it illegal to sell it. Apparently, that compromise didn't hold, and in a 6-2 vote, a committee actually tabled this nanny state bill that would have actually done far more harm than good. And so I've been looking the last few weeks at some bills that may be tabled, that may be voted down, some victories we may be winning against higher taxes, against the nanny state, against, you know, crazy woke politics. And this one sort of jumped off the screen at me. Folks, we won this one. Uh, vaping will be uh, continue to be allowed to be flavored in this state thus encouraging people who smoke to transfer to vaping, thus improving their health and reducing our Medicaid bills because a heck of a lot of people on Medicaid, you're paying for their lung issues because they smoke. There was a study years ago in my native Connecticut, 40% of people on Medicaid in Connecticut were smokers. To the extent that we can get more smokers off smoking onto vaping, it is good for everyone. And why would you want to pass a bill that would act as a deterrent for people transferring from smoking to vaping. This bill went down in committee. It's a victory. Maybe it's not the biggest victory we'll, we'll, we could ever have at the legislature, but we'll take our wins where we can get them. HB 205 is tabled and kaput for this session, and let's give everybody a round of applause for that, ladies and gentlemen. Sound public go. policy. Sound go. public policy. All right, vape, I just learned more about vaping than I ever wanted to know. <laughs> I don't, I didn't, I it's don't. Sort I, of like, it's sort of like, I, I, will, I will tell you that conversation will kind of, kind of get, kind of gets lost on me. I understand the overall point and the bigger point of sure, that. Sure, sure, I think that that's, that's certainly important and certainly the win. But it's sort of like school. Like, I don't really care that the schools are reopened because my kids don't go to those schools. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't really care. Yeah. And, and I will tell you, when the vaping thing started coming out, it was amazing how people would run around with vaping. And it was everywhere. I'm like, oh, uh, you can't smoke here. It's not smoking. They just wanted to do it to tell you that they were vaping. Oh, yeah. So that they could do it, right? They got this whole thing. And I think the part, the most important part about the payments that we make because... And I have to ask you this again. Are we sure that there's 903,000 people in the state of New Mexico on Medicaid? That was the claim at a committee hearing earlier this year. They said 43% of the population is on Medicaid. And if you apply that 43% to the 2.1 million, that's the number I came up with. That is. Yeah. yeah. And if you think about that, yeah. Uh, how many uh, lung cancers got to be one of the top 10 killers here oh, in, in the state? And there are still lots of smokers. It just so. took Rush Limbaugh's life. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's still a serious thing. So it's called harm reduction. You're taking a, an unhealthy habit or behavior, and you're not necessarily eliminating it totally, but you're shifting over to something that is much less harmful to the user, but it's also much less harmful to the taxpayer, those of us who are paying for these Medicaid bills. So, I just uh, find it ironic that we're talking about that at a time when we're leg- we're talking about legalizing marijuana entirely. The hypocrisy on these people's part is breathtaking. Like, I don't know whether <laughs> these people are, are really yeah. rationalizing what's happening up there. And I don't think anybody looks at the big picture with things. They're just like, oh, okay, well, that one because a lobbyist told me and we should pass it this year and let's go ahead and do it. 
you know, the timing on all this stuff is just, it's screwy. It's weird. I think they almost just do things because they know that they can do it. But I'm glad to see this one uh, go away. By the way, uh, the French restaurant that was uh, purchased a couple of years ago, I, I, I visited like four years ago when it was owned by another gentleman who made literally everything, um, closed in Knob Hill. And it's called uh, Petit Louis. I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, mm-hmm. you, have you been there? Yeah. Yeah, a, a nice place. I mean, there's people who write on the walls and all sort of weird stuff. I mean, just a really elegant place. But, but he's out? He's out, yeah, as <sighs> of uh, 4 p.m. Uh, this afternoon. So. Oh. And there's thinking about more of these places as we're starting to open. I mean, can you imagine just closing down right as things are about to start to open again? Pretty sad state of affairs. All of this is on Tim Keller up for election this year and Michelle Lujan Grisham. The L is for loser. Even though she's been winning, she's making New Mexico lose more and more businesses, more and more opportunity, and all they care about is their political future, their political next. Back at the top of the hour, Fox News, third hour up next. And uh, thanks for listening to us on AM 1600 KIVA and AM 1490 KRSN and 107.1 Los Alamos and Santa Fe. Great news. Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique new world offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. The Sarah Fox News. The White House acknowledging action needs to be taken as growing numbers of unaccompanied children are crossing the southern border. The Biden administration is trying to find ways to shelter a surge of unaccompanied minors crossing the border. Approximately 350 migrant children are coming into the U.S. each day, four times more than last fall. 
White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says officials are trying to process children through border facilities as quickly as possible. We need to have shelter facilities that are safe, that have access to educational resources, legal resources, health and medical resources, and we need to ensure we have capacity to do that. The administration is reportedly looking at housing children at Fort Lee in Virginia. Rachel Sutherland. Fox News. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention now with its guidelines for people who have been vaccinated against COVID-19 recommending those who are fully vaccinated can gather in small groups without masks or social distancing. Today's action represents an important first step. It is not our final destination. As more people get vaccinated, levels of COVID-19 infection decline in communities. And as our understanding of COVID immunity improves, we look forward to updating these recommendations to the public. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who also says vaccinated people can gather in the same way with those considered low risk. You're considered fully vaccinated two weeks after the last required dose. Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon joining a handful of other governors who have lifted mask mandates. The changes take effect March 16th. Jury selection in the case against the former Minneapolis police officer accused of killing George Floyd put on hold while an appeal proceeds over the possible reinstatement of third-degree murder charges against Derek Chauvin. America is listening to Fox News. Businesses that run like clockwork establish routines they trust. That's why over a million companies rely on Cintas. We'll help you protect employees and customers with essential safety supplies. Inspect your fire protection systems and devices. Hygienically launder your uniforms. And keep you well-stocked with the leading hand sanitizers and disinfecting wipes. Learn how Cintas can help you open your doors with confidence. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. You grab life with both hands. And you grab your bike with both hands. Therefore, bike is life. Figuratively speaking. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. On the House Tax Writing Committee, want the IRS to give Americans more time to file their taxes. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal says taxpayers need more time to file accurate returns and get questions answered. Noting at the end of last month, returns filed were down nearly 25% from the same time last year, and returns processed by the IRS are down even more. Last tax filing season was extended by three months. Neal says with taxpayers facing enormous strain and anxiety, another extension is needed as soon as possible. The American Rescue Plan, expected to be approved by the House later this week, could also change tax status for some Americans. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Disney fans appear to be ready to head back to the Florida theme park. Well, Disney World's theme parks in Florida are all booked through March for most guests. The company says Disney's Hollywood Studios also has no availability for the rest of the month. Larger crowds are expected at all four Florida theme parks because of spring break. Disney World annual pass holders have a little more luck because they can take advantage of cancellations. Disneyland in California could reopen as soon as April 1st under new guidelines from public health officials. However, Disneyland hasn't officially decided yet when to reopen. 
Ginny Costilda, Fox News. A federal judge has dismissed a lawsuit that challenged so-called race norming and dementia tests for retired NFL players. Lawyers for some former players say the practice assumes black people start with worse cognitive functioning than white people that makes it harder for them to show injury and qualify for monetary awards. The judge instead ordered the NFL and the lead lawyer overseeing the settlement to use mediation. The settlement fund has paid more than $765 million to retired players for neurocognitive problems linked to NFL concussions. I'm Lee Silicera, and this is Fox News. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Right, let's get hour number three underway and put things together, starting with the weather. It looks pretty nice over the whole week, but tomorrow does have some clouds, some wind. Still, look at this, close to 70 degrees, they tell us. In Rio Rancho right now, it's 65. In Tanawan, 68 and 58 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, what do we got going on? There was a stall on I-25 North to I-40 West. That has cleared. Uh, traffic not too terribly bad. In fact, it's going to stay pretty nice all the way to the west side. You'll also find Paseo del Norte is lightening up. The worst of that drive is going to be Paseo del Norte westbound. Right after uh, Coors Boulevard up to Eagle Ranch Road, everything before that now has turned into a 60-mile-an-hour trip. As far as you drive on uh, Paseo del Norte eastbound, though, still a little tentative. I-25 east, heading towards the mountains on Paseo towards Louisiana. Well, this traffic report brought to you by The Place I Like. Now, I'm sure you would agree, going to church weekly makes the place a little bit better. The community's better, one person at a time. Oh, you see, it's been a while for you. Church.theplaceilike.com. They can help you. It is a directory of several churches, mainly Catholic and Protestant churches. I guarantee you will walk in one way and walk out more fulfilled and happier when you walk out. Church.theplaceilike.com. With that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, FM and AM 1490 KRSN in Los Alamos and Santa Fe where you can hear us there. That's very nice. Uh, beautiful little sunset we had going. Also, I uh, was... Uh, Kind of amazed uh, here. Rudy looks back. It's beautiful. Uh, it is. It's always beautiful. We do have good sunsets. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Some terrible scenic poverty by the scenic violence. Bodies stack up, chopped up, beheaded, top of the uh, sunport. Not a good reopening plan for the Albuquerque International Sunport, uh, if you ask me. But uh, there you go. Guess it was open to a few people. Really, really, really sad. Will we find justice for them? That remains to be seen. So we'll hopefully have the killer soon. We'll see what uh, goes on from there. But that top of the hour news was weird. Did you hear about the NFL players? Did you were you sitting there? Were you listening to how they're going to? I guess African Americans have different impacts or cognitive abilities or something and they don't oftentimes show head injuries I just thought well that that report itself is sort of racist if you really want to think about it or is it because uh, they're implying or someone was implying that they're not as intelligent oh. I'm not really sure 
So you might want to be careful about how you kind of, uh, you, by going after racism, you're actually propagating more racism. And when are we going to get away from the color scheme? When are we going to get away from all this? Stop playing the identity politics. When it Oprah gets off the air. <laughs> What's that? When Oprah gets off the air. <laughs> just, just her? <laughs> and, then, and then you go, so I wanted to take a snapshot because it's like one of those days. Oh, and all splattered all over KOAT's website. Women, International Women's Day, Women's Day, Women's... This is the, uh, the uh, anti-Dow Day. Uh, what, you, what is it that you are part of? Big Tao, men yes. going their own way. Yeah, men going their own way. I was like, whoa, this is the, these two trains will never cross each other. And you go, 36 inspiring women who changed the world. So I'm like, okay, well, let's go look. What's noticeable right there, front and center, right, is the fact that, well, they're pretty much all people of color. Because white women don't inspire and change the world. Guess not. Only women of color change the world. That's it. Uh, looking back to history's heroines is one way to do so. Florence Griffith Joyner. Yeah. <laughs> and literally says that. This has come right out. Do athletes really change the world? Uh, apparently they did. Uh, that's, that's what's going on over here. So the, the female astronaut. I'm sure there was a white female astronaut. That would have been who was the first woman in space. Can we think about that? Uh, remember, uh, Sally Ride? Uh, first American woman. American woman. Oh, okay. Uh, wh who was the first actual woman? Uh, this was a Soviet citizen. Okay, there we go. Kind of amazing. So you look at the front page and they say, Breaking news, New Mexico students should be able to return to class in person by April 5th. Like, you didn't even get anything solved whatsoever. I'm like, okay, well, let's, uh, let's go to the newspaper and see how they're selling you on this. Oh, yeah, uh, Sarita Nair. You're going to love this, Dowd. Oh, yeah. Uh, prepare for the breakdown. I, I did see this headline. He is, he is going to eat the microphone in front of him because what I'm about to read him is going to make him so irate that he might destroy equipment in the radio studio today. Okay? I love women. Sarita Nair, the city's chief administrative officer, says these women in key decision-making roles understand many of their employees and constituents who are, quote, Quote, parents, single parents who live check to check and struggle with income and health care. So it is little surprise to learn that of around 6,000 people employed by the city, not one has been furloughed or laid off during the health crisis. She literally just gave herself credit that only women don't fire people or lay off people. Only men do it. And because women are running things, nobody has been furloughed. No, uh, let me talk to you, honey. Let me say something to you. The only reason they haven't been furloughed is because they work for the city of Albuquerque. They're not doing anything in the first place. Think about this. Eight to five, eight to five, eight to five. Got Public Employees uh, Retirement Association on the pair on that. Oh, don't you think that the government should have been reduced proportionally to the rest of the economy? After all, it is the people who have to pay for the government, not the government paying for the government by... Printing out more government dollars. That's not the way it looks. Dowd, your reaction uh, to her angle on that? Uh, I think Deval Westfall, you should be ashamed of writing this piece. For Not only is it identity politics, but it's anti-taxpayer. Um, wow. I saw the headline, Eddie, but you had to you had to bring it up. Sorry, I, I might have forgotten about it, but you had to bring it back. Shell Sanchez, director of cultural services, says her crew approached the pandemic as a quote-unquote lesson in core values. You didn't approach anything. You weren't even home. I mean, you weren't even at work. You were at home. You guys are kicking up your heels, 
watching Netflix. Oh yeah, I got to check in. I got I got my Zoom meeting. What exactly was being done? Has anybody followed it to see you know what Mayor Tim Keller's schedule was? What he's been doing? It's a lesson in core values, caring, service, and constant reinvention. Imagine, imagination is what it is. What were they? I wonder what they're doing at home. Yeah, they're sitting on their ho- at their house eating bonbons. This is why you get up, get dressed, make your bed, go to work. Absolutely ridiculous. Her team's not only kept the biopark running, even though the state health order shut its doors. Well, how did you keep it running? What are you talking <laughs> well, was about? There to run? It's, it's not close. running. <laughs> how is it that you don't understand what's being communicated by your own mouth? It also redeployed public art and special event staff to wherever they were needed, including the emergency operations center. Ditto for those who work for Michelle Melendez, Director of Equity and Inclusion. Oh, that, that, that's a cool... How many, how many cities have an Equity and Inclusion division in their city? I want to know. Oh, it's, it's got it. I mean, if that doesn't say 1984 all, all over it, I don't know what does. She helped her team target those frontline workers and people of color disproportionately affected. Disproportionately affected? What are you talking about? Are we measuring how they were disproportionately affected, and how'd you do so if you didn't if you don't didn't go to work by the pandemic, including those with low barrier access to testing and vaccines? You can get a free test. Did we forget that the testing was free? Yep. That people were angry when they received a bill about you know shoving that giant straw all the way up their nose. A real life example of the nuts and bolts they put together. I, I feel like I'm part of that uh, radio show. That they run over at the big stick. Uh, start bragging. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Stop bagging. Start bragging. Yeah, I'm like their number one enemy. I even know the one of the women who started that whole thing. And I mean, she'll never she'll never talk to me again, probably. <laughs> <laughs> A real life example of the nuts and bolts they put together with so many buildings closed, they got portable restrooms and hand washing stations installed along Central Avenue to help maintain public hygiene. Who was there? We're all shuttered around in our homes, and the homeless people are at the homeless shelters. Yeah. What are we talking about Stay at home here? order. Stay at home this except all, to go out I mean, and use the public restroom. Okay. It, I felt like there was a, and this is front page news, and I like the, the, the what, four-ton, one Albuquerque sign. That's oh, there. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you put that there. Women leading city through pandemic and its disruptions. Disgusting. Only women. Yes, the women are doing it. They're doing all the work. Okay. Let's just keep dividing us more and more. As we mark International Women's Day on Monday, Notice that St. Patrick's isn't on the uh, uh, calendar. Remember? Yeah, we don't have George Washington and, and Abraham Lincoln. We just have President's Day now. We definitely have International Women's Day. There's no question all lives have been seriously affected by this year of living with COVID-19. And that includes the women in charge of running a city of more than 600,000 people. You can't even get the population right. The population there is wrong. We have 500. Check it down. Yeah, Here we 562 go. Or something. Yeah, there we go. It's not even 600,000. Now we have, uh, you know, um, th- there is a, a woman in the studio uh, that would be my campaign manager who's doing stuff because we're going to have a little event tonight. Will there be any restrictions on the event? I think it's 10, right? Is that the gathering limit? Is there gathering limits? Did they remove all that stuff? But I'm sure she's like sitting here listening to the show thinking to herself, you know what? It is. It's like a little bit much. We keep going with this International Women's Day, International This and... Uh, it, why is there a need to segment things out by color, by creed, 
by women, by, by, it's just too much at this point. 550 it's 550 500. Call you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good evening, gentlemen. This is Dave. Yes, we know, Dave. How are you? Uh, doing very you well. You never have thanks. to say your name, Dave. Everybody knows who you are, and they all wait for your call every day. Go ahead. I appreciate that. This uh, goes to the thing about uh, MLG and politicians and the concept of uh, power and leadership or representatives. Mm-hmm. Leadership is a quality one develops on their own. It is not something that comes from obtaining a job, public or private. Public often does not make one a leader. They are a representative, nothing more. The qualities of a leader are when one can provide purpose, motivation, and direction for mission accomplishment. Not for one who seeks power for the sake of having power. True leaders recognize limits to their power, also known as influence. You ask somebody to do something, you don't demand it. They are humbled by the limits therein. A person drunk on power dictates. Mm-hmm. The person that represents, listen to those whom they represent, mm-hmm. the respect of the power that their power has sovereign in the individual representative government sees ultimate authority in the individual to make decisions for themselves. Hear that, MLG? Government is just a referee. Hear that again? That has certain responsibilities and no further authority thereafter. The whole concept of limited government. I love that. Is that it? That's That's your leadership? That was really good, Dave. I like that. And I think that that is 100% true. I mean... Leaders lead by doing, and they inspire. Uh, one of my favorite thoughts about leadership, I think uh, Greg Zanetti talked about it last week, which I thought was good. And, uh, you know, this is one of the reasons why, like, you know, in Jay Block, he comes from the military, too. In leaders right. of their group, their battalions, whatever they have, they always eat last. They make sure that all of their soldiers eat first. Yeah. yeah, one always takes care of their subordinates first. The whole exactly. purpose of being an NCO or an officer is to cover down for your subordinates because they got families too. You were put there to be able to make sure that they come home. Let's get the job done. Let's get home. We ain't leaving nobody behind. There you go. And they, she left everybody behind. And we're starting to find that now with the well, tomorrow. We're going to learn about Greg Schmidt's report. And what he's requesting, and see if that information is going to come out. I mean, now is the time to strike while iron iron is hot. Uh, Cuomo up in New York. We should be doing the very same thing with uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham here. Um, unfortunately, it looks. Like, I think that James Hallinan is going to be running uh, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez's campaign or doing something along those lines. But it would be interesting to hear him uh, on his allegations. Uh, but that's really not the focus. The focus is how she led this state during this pandemic. And the Democrats are about to take a victory lap coming out of this entire thing, saying that, hey, we opened the schools, you got to open safely. Watch the television promotions. Watch the commercials. Watch the media ad buys that are going to start coming out. Thank God we don't have to run that crap on here. Because this would be all total BS and what we've all had to have been subjected to for this last year. It's way too much. Way too much. Oh, yes, and everybody that I know of that's been vaccinated and all that stuff, they're like, why the hell am I wearing this diaper on my face? Screw this thing. Are you are you vaccinated? Negative. I came down with COVID back in May of 2020. 
went through it, burned it out of my system. My wife did the same thing. We've heard the uh, reports about what is actually in the mRNA vaccine. There you go, buddy. And we're not going to take it. And I'm not happy about a number of the older gentlemen actually having gone through the shots and all that stuff. It's a gene therapy thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and you heard uh, the uh, wonderful attorney that we had, Anna, uh, but the adverse reactions... Uh, we're talking about this mRNA uh, vaccine and what, what what's happening. I mean, right now we're uh, praying for uh, Rudy's dad, right, Rudy? Yeah, I just every day I just get more and more sad. I wish there was a way that I could take that vaccine out. It's not a vaccine. I wish I could take that injectable out of his body. He's a 90-year-old man who's already had COVID. He did not need the vaccine. I would have been dead if I had taken it because I've heard of some of the symptoms, the, uh, the heart the uh, challenges and breathing and the chills and the other things that stuff would have killed me hmm. and what am I supposed to do if I'm not around so you said everybody you know David uh, what, it, it has taken the vaccine uh, mostly gentlemen uh, Vietnam veteran era okay. 90% of them have had what they call so far no adverse reactions but the other 10% say they were knocked down for three days to a week with stuff that made them feel like they should just give up and die. Mm. Okay, and there, I yep. think. Pneumonia got me like that one day. Uh, that was, I think, back in 2004 or something like that. But it was a long time ago. Hey, uh, Dave, I appreciate the phone call this afternoon. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Go All right. Good stuff. So, uh, don't know the actual number, but we were over 1,000 deaths. Um, that they uh, that they believe yeah. are directly attributable to the vaccine. Now, there's no rhyme or reason. I don't even trust the number of COVID infections. I'm going to have a forthcoming report, I believe, tomorrow on how the University of New Mexico Hospital uh, essentially would just characterize somebody as a, a COVID-infected person. They made money by doing so. And I think you want to look at something that needs to be audited. I think it's that. What was the process? How do they get it done? How did they characterize COVID if if they didn't test for it? If the person died through complications of COVID, how do we how do we know that they were actually COVID positive? Were you taking that test? I mean, these are all things that I think that we need to understand and know going forward. I can tell you one other thing. I can tell you New Mexico is never going to shut down again. There's, it's just never going to happen. We're not going to say, oh, we're reacting to a virus and we're going to shut down. And people are like, screw this, I'm going to work. Uh, I can't shut down my business, my restaurant. Uh, you better figure out another way to do it. And we're going to remove those emergency va- uh, pa- powers from the governor, I hope, once we take over the uh, House and Senate up in Santa Fe, so that the governor doesn't have that type of power again, Republican or Democrat. We don't want that. You know, one of the most ridiculous things, and there was a few Republicans concerned, in fact, uh, your old guy, uh, the Real Grande Foundation, Dowd, got behind us, and I was really angry about it because they wanted to put the PRC underneath the governor. Like, well, we want to be able to go ahead and control it if we have the governorship in 2024. It's like, it makes no sense. We have to have these independent people elected, as many people as possible. A good leader delegates, not dictates. We have way too many uh, chiefs, if you will. And we don't have the right chiefs in there. And they've been in there for far too long. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back to wrap up the show right here in the Kiva 
on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and AM 1490 KRSN in Santa Fe. If you're listening uh, up there, Los Alamos, 1490 and 107.1. Uh, got a lot of text coming in. Uh, let's see. This overreach of women and leadership should talk to Alice Cooper about changing a song to their theme song, Only Women Lead. Ooh. <laughs> wow. uh, being a woman is not an accomplishment. It's a biological Ooh. fact. Oh, wow. Zinger. That's from a woman, too. That's, uh, uh, here's a hilarious Saturday Night Live style clip about feminism for men. Menism. I'm take a look at that. I guess it's from Portlandia. I never watched that show just because it had the word Portland in it. I won't, I won't touch anything with the uh, word Oregon or Portland in it. All right, 624, back and forth. Winter is here, and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out? Don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. 
Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy for Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at The Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 771- Three nine three seven. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick me up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather, clouds, and some wind tomorrow. But that's really the worst of the whole week. Look at this. It's going to be near seventy degrees tomorrow, despite all of that. 65 right now at the Santa Ana Star, 57 at Expo, uh, Expo New Mexico, and 67 here at the Rock of Talk. Uh, seeing the pattern of slow traffic under 20 miles an hour as you make your way westbound, I'm sorry, eastbound on Paseo, eastbound on Paseo between uh, I-25 all the way up to Wyoming right now. And if your drive is westbound on uh, Paseo del Norte, the worst of that drive is going to be Kimmick on up to Unser. That's kind of typical, although usually it'll be heavy all the way to Unser. I'm sorry, to Universe. So that's a little bit of better news for you. Well, the place I like.com, where someone asks, What do you recommend for what well, restaurants? 
pet stores, bakery, etc. You know the drill. Well, you can always tell them now the place I like is, well, theplaceilike.com. Are you looking for a great Mexican food restaurant? Tell them to go to chili.theplaceilike.com. There's a treat for you. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 632 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and thanks for listening to us uh, up north as well. Well, Michelle Lujan Grisham didn't invite or didn't request, I should say, or state sternly as the head of the Democratic Governors Association. Hard to believe that that's her position. That's what she's doing. She's leading all the other governors, folks. If anything should make you fear for America, it is that. Her leading anything, including the state at this point. That's why we wanted you to visit impeachmlg.com. That's impeachmlg.com. It was Governor Gretchen Whitmer who went after her. She piled on Andrew Cuomo, a woman who doesn't have very much political capital in her own state. I don't know how strong she is in Michigan, what her approval rating is, but, I mean, she's borne the brunt of it in terms of the pushback against her, and yet she has the political will to attack Cuomo. She was accused of killing nursing home residents herself with their coronavirus policies said New York Governor Cuomo should be subjected to, quote-unquote, a thorough independent investigation over his sexual harassment allegations. Oh, shucks, missed it. Yes, we can't call for a thorough independent investigation on how all these Democrat governors. It was really kind of crazy. Because when I was tracking the numbers, and again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up Joe Monahan, who loves to give me... Oh, you weren't you weren't on top of this. You didn't know anything. Oh, I, I was because it wasn't about the numbers. The Democrats were completely and totally fudging the numbers and had shut down all of their states. Democrats had seventy two point six two percent of all the infections and seventy nine point oh eight percent of the deaths. That's a little far. Those numbers should be a little bit more proportional. Should be the same number of infections, same number, same rate, same everything. If if everything is consistent, California, Colorado, Connecticut, D.C., Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, Montana, North Carolina, New Jersey, New Mexico, Nevada, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Virginia, Washington. We were actually doing pretty well. If you go to the Albuquerque Journal website and only go for this, okay, you get to track. How well we were doing. I don't care about the sexual harassment stuff, honestly. The guy should be impeached for how badly he handled New York. The hate eight states, the states that hated Donald Trump so much that they would do everything. Listen to these numbers. Percent dead of positive average amongst these five states was 5%. And they were trying to blame Donald Trump. They're like, yeah, let him die. No big deal. We'll just blame Trump, blame Trump, blame Trump. Gavin Newsom, himself also part of a recall. I think they've gathered more than 1.5 million signatures. That a testing positive rate of 7.7% and a percent dead of positive at 4.1%. New York, Cuomo, at this time, 60 days in, 33.24% testing positive. 
6.04% dead of positive. That's remarkable. That is unbelievable. But nowhere, nowhere close to the woman who really takes the cake. She really ramped up the killings. The murders, if you will. I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. She had a record high. It's not even close. Like, it's nowhere close. They had a testing positive percentage in Michigan of 22.23%. Like, one in five. Like, yep, positive, positive, positive. We're not checking any of this. This was as May the 15th. You can find it at orangeandm.com. Gretchen Whitmore had a percent dead of positive of 9.13%. Oh, check him for sexual harassment. You need to check him for sexual harassment. Oh, it says it. Oh, the, the nursing home? No, no, don't look at that stuff. Oh, we know why, Gretchen Whitmore. Because we wouldn't want to look at what's happening in Michigan. They had 3,800 deaths in Michigan as far as May 13th. Gretchen Whitmore calling for Cuomo to be investigated for sexual harassment? What a way to kick off International Women's Month. Oh, we look past your inability to lead. The other hate eight states, Illinois, J.B. Prisker, Louisiana, John Bell Edwards, Bill Murphy, New Jersey. Oh, well, there's a hoot. 47% testing positive. You don't think he was ramping that stuff up? And, and just how strange are these things? They had 47% testing positive, but 6.22% testing po- uh, data positive? I mean, these are very high numbers. I'll tell you what, you don't want to get sick in a Democrat-run state like New Mexico, Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf, Jay Inslee, Washington. That's where it all started with him. He couldn't help but start attacking Trump as much as he possibly can. Oh, and they same, same governor that brought you the start of COVID also brought you the summer of love. No doubt. Uh, visit abqjournal.com very quickly. The only time I'll ever ask you to do this. No, just to very quickly. Whitmer is, is, I can't believe it, but she's still, she's not underwater yet on her approval rating. 52% positive, 47% negative, still in the great state of Michigan. There you go. Oh, and then the front page of the Albuquerque Journal. Breaking. Back to the gold standard. Oh, there they are. See, already starting their victory lap. Oh. We should watch uh, Tessa tonight. She's going to be... She's going to be jiggling in front of the camera there up front, and she's going to be so incredibly excited because the governor finally did it. She, she's easily the most... I, when I used to watch... I haven't watched the news in ages. Rudy, have you watched the news? You know, unfortunately, I, the household does, and so you walk by the kitchen and you can't, can't help it. but see it. Yeah. It's the benefits of living alone, Rudy. I've been out of, out of local news for almost <laughs> a year. I haven't watched any of their nonsense for almost a year. It's it just... I can sleep better at night. And you can think. Yeah. You can think. Okay, so our seven-day average back on August the 2nd, where we, when we were still doing our shutdown stuff, was 283. Anybody venture to guess when we were had our highest seven-day average going? Yeah, election time. It ramped up like nobody's business. Come October 1st, baby, we're infected, and we're going to let you know it. Everyone's got COVID. That's what everybody had, according to the numbers. How do we even believe the numbers that were here? Oh, we, it's because we opened up, and you guys started milling around trying to have an election out there. You guys, I don't know what you guys were doing out there milling around. Seven-day average was 1850 on 1130. 
And then suddenly it just declined right after Christmas. They kept us shut down, and then it just went back to, well, right now, we're at a higher level today than we were at any time from March 13th of last year all the way through right about, I want to say, Dow, looking at this graph, about August, I mean, uh, October 1st. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, our we daily are higher deaths, now. Our daily deaths are not really much off the mark when she imposed the reset in November that was the greatest disaster in New Mexico history. We had to impose the reset. And But it's just whatever narrative you tell today, Biden's in office, people are angry, they want to open up, and we're just throwing open the doors. It was never about the science. But according to the Albuquerque Journal, there was a sense of dread. The governor saw the catastrophe on the horizon. No, she built the catastrophe. She timed it perfectly. She leveraged it for maximum political impact, as did the other hate aid states. Those hate states, again, California, Illinois, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Washington, where are the biggest cities in the country? Los Angeles, that would be California. Chicago, that would be Illinois. Okay. You're catching it. Detroit, that would be Michigan, right? New Jersey, New York, New York, New Jersey, the boroughs, there's 9 million people there. Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. There you go. Proof positive. Showing you directly. And when did they say all the spikes were coming up? In South Dakota and the place that, right around the election time. When did, when, when did they suddenly all have their spikes? Look at South Dakota. Look at North Dakota. We, oh, the election's coming. Those spikes are coming. Well, of course, there's leftists everywhere. For maximum political impact. Make no mistake about it, folks. COVID was everything to do with politics. If you guys can walk out and you're not worried today about getting coronavirus or the COVID, or whatever you want to refer to it as, why were you at all worried about it for the last year? What do we know today that was really any different than before? And who is responsible for bringing the uh, vaccine to the market? That would be your president, Donald J. Trump. It makes me absolutely sick to think that we have a president who can't even make a full sentence. Today he had a brain freeze. Biden struggles to name his secretary of defense during the speech. And they're talking about taking away the political football from their own guy. He struggled to name his defense secretary. <laughs> General Baccarina. <laughs> <laughs> During an event marking International Women's Day at the White House, Biden spoke at the... He gets angry because he, he can't <laughs> think clearly. He's frustrated because he can't remember. Lloyd, yeah, that's it. So I want to thank you both, and I want to thank the sec, uh, the former general. Uh, I keep calling him general, but my, uh, uh, my, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Wow, the black guy running the Department of Defense. He was a step away from that. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm not supposed to say it. Black. You know that big building uh, over there across the river, <laughs> or all the military people are. Okay. You know, you know the thing. <laughs> is, uh, I hate it when Hannity says that because he overdoes it. Austin served as general of the army, was nominated by Biden to be the first black secretary of defense. Oh, the first black secretary of defense. Him, that guy. I want to thank you both. The former general and the, the black guy running the first black guy of the secretary of defense. 
want to make sure they thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we just talked about. <laughs> That's the best part. The very end. Uh, he could just implement all the things that we just talked about in there. My staff was in there telling him. Whatever those things were. <laughs> By the way, Lloyd is right next to him. Lloyd. Spoke about Biden and uh, First President Kamala Harris' celebration of the historic nominations. Both of you lead by example, and the example that you said in all things is one of inclusiveness. <laughs> I think what happens on his flashcards, as soon as he sees a black person, I think he has, like, his hot buttons that he goes to, and he's always talking about uh, equality and ex inclusivity. <laughs> he knows enough to do that. There you go. Read the cards, Joe. Uh, Read the cards. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go straight into uh, Bill O'Reilly. We appreciate uh, everybody tuning in up in Los Alamos and Santa Fe and here in Albuquerque. We're proud to uh, bring you the show each and every single day right here in the Kiva. And all you have to do is just uh, subscribe everywhere at rockoftalk.com, rockoftalk.chat. Stay tuned.